I'm Dr. Sarah Dill, and this is the Stressless Physician Podcast, episode number 87. Welcome to the Stressless Physician Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Dill, MD. Using my unique combination of coaching and mindfulness tools, I will teach you practical ways to reduce your stress level, feel happier at work, and create a better balance between your medical career and personal life. If you are a busy practicing physician who wants to design a life and medical career that feel good to you, you are in the right place. Everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Happy to have you. I hope you're having a wonderful week wherever you might be in the world. So today I wanted to talk a little bit more about creating space from your thoughts. And this was actually inspired by meditation I did. I think some of you know I really like the 10% Happier app. I like it because it has a lot of great teachers, some of whom I've worked with in person. They have a variety of different meditations, and depending on your time and how your body feels, you can do walking meditations, moving meditations, driving meditations, sitting meditations, body scans, all sorts of things. But this was one that was talking a little bit about observing your thoughts and creating or having more space from your thoughts. And I know I talk about this a lot, and I think it's something that is so useful. I could probably talk about it every week because sometimes I need to remind myself as well. And so I just want to start by saying there's nothing wrong with thinking. This is what our mind does. We tell stories, we narrate, we think. We have this voice in our head, right? There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of thinking. There's a lot of busyness, and there's nothing wrong with thinking. Thinking's amazing. Thinking includes imagination and creativity. It includes so many things. Our thoughts are really just the natural manifestation of our cognition, of our awareness, of our human mind. So our goal in coaching, in mindfulness, in meditation, and all of that is not to stop thinking or to delete our thoughts or to eliminate them. We can't do that. We can't just stop thinking. Sometimes I wish I could just press a button, right, and have some quiet in my head. And there's ways to work with our thoughts. But the goal really is to know what we are thinking when we are thinking it. It's to have this ever-present awareness of what's going on up here in our mind so that we aren't jerked around by our thoughts, whether they're habitual thoughts, intrusive thoughts, ruminative thoughts, any of that, or just random sort of thoughts. So the goal really of a lot of mindfulness practices, of coaching for me and for my clients, is to know what you are thinking when you are thinking it. And the goal of having space, right, creating space from your thoughts or around your thoughts The goal of that is to have enough space to then be able to choose whether you want to act on whatever particular thought you're having, whether you want to believe it and take it to heart, or whether you want to let it go, right? Whether you want to sort of disengage from it, not get hooked by it. So the goal of this and the beauty of creating space from your thoughts 
is to be able to be defused from your thoughts and from your emotions to a degree that's helpful, not to be robotic, not to have not any emotions or to right delete your thoughts, but to just have space around them, to be able to observe them and decide to choose whether these are thoughts you want to encourage, whether you want to feed them, nourish them, respond to them, whether you want to take action based on this thought or thoughts, or whether you want to release it, let it go, right? Disbelieve it, sort of detach from it. There's always thinking going on, right? There's a lot of thinking. Sometimes they just say that, oh, there I am thinking, lots of thinking, lots of thinking, right? It's not good. It's not bad. And I would say that it's not always helpful to look at thoughts in terms of whether they are true or false. Sometimes that can be useful, but sometimes it's not. I find that often it's more useful to look at our thinking and look at our thoughts in terms of whether the thought that we're thinking right now, is it helpful or is it unhelpful? Is it useful or is it not useful? Is continuing to think this thought or act on it, is this going to lead me to a life of more meaning, happiness, connection, joy, or purpose? Or is it going to take me away from that, right? Or whatever values or things that you are wanting to experience. So I want to encourage you to think about looking at your thoughts rather than looking from your thoughts, which is a really interesting distinction, I think. So can you step into that sort of observer role and just get better and better at looking at your thoughts as thoughts, right? Not yours, not that they mean something about you, Can you get very good at knowing what you're thinking when you are thinking it and having that space to then choose whether to act on it or not act on it, whether to believe it or whether not to, whether you want to let it go or hold on to it. So this practice is really practicing, noticing thoughts rather than getting caught up in them and reacting or acting out automatically or unconsciously from them. So letting thoughts come and go rather than holding on to them or pushing them away, right? Resisting them or welcoming them, ruminating on them. You can notice what are your thoughts? What are they made up of? Are they words for you? Are they pictures? Are they images? It can be different things for different people. Different thoughts, right, are composed of different things. Are they words? Are they sounds? Are they images, right? This whole practice and the way you create more space from your thoughts is about strengthening your observing self, that self, the watcher of your thoughts and emotions. We have our thinking self, our thinking mind, the voice in our head, that inner roommate, the one that's talking probably to you right now. And then we have our consciousness or our observing self, our awareness, the part of us that can be aware of our thoughts, our emotions, whatever we're experiencing, our sensations that actually encompasses some of that thinking self, the voice in our head. And there are so many techniques for this, for creating more space, which then gives you more autonomy and ability to have authority over what you do or don't do, what thoughts you keep and what thoughts you let go. So there's so many techniques. I talk about a lot of them in this podcast. And that's really why we practice awareness, noticing our emotions Our emotions can often be the first sign of something is going on in our head, right? We might need to tune in to what thought am I having right now? 
or we can just tune in. Some of us are better about noticing our thoughts directly. Or maybe you notice later, right, that you were totally fused and totally hooked by them and totally reactive. And then later you sort of come to. So sometimes we don't notice when we're in it. We just notice later. But practicing stepping into that curious observer role, right, the curious scientist role. Can I observe what's going on? What am I thinking? What does that make me feel? What are the sensations in my body? How do I want to act? Is this going to serve me? Is this useful? So I'm just going to touch on a few simple ways that you can experiment with to create more and more space between you and your thinking, you and your thoughts. One is to do what I sort of just touched on and ask yourself sometimes, what is the form or the shape of this thought or thoughts, right? Is this words that I'm hearing or seeing? Are they images, movies, snapshots in my head? Are there sounds? Maybe it can be a whole combination of things. Do you see your thoughts or sense them or hear them? Where is this thought in your body, right? Is it in your head? Is it behind your eyes? Is it somewhere else? Maybe it's in front of you in space, right? It's sort of playing around with our thoughts. And you could also do this with your emotions as an object, objectifying them a little bit, which creates space between you and it. Another way to create more space between you and your thoughts is to find a phrase that you can say that helps you sort of notice that thinking is happening, right? That you're having some thoughts right now. So sometimes I just say maybe, right? I've done a whole podcast on that. Maybe when I notice the thought and I just tag on maybe. Or you could try like, well, that's an interesting thought, just as your sort of default phrase. I sometimes have as one of my phrases, that's a random thought. I don't know why that helps me. It just sort of helps me get a little space. That's sort of random. You can notice where I'm not really overly engaged with it. I'm not really overly fused with it, right? I'm not taking responsibility for the origin of that thought. Some people find it useful to just thank your mind, right? Thank your brain for whatever it suggests. I like this because it's sort of silly. You can have a sense of humor about it. You can say it in a silly voice like, thanks, thanks, that's so great, thanks, right? Again, not necessarily taking it seriously, not dismissing it, not resisting whatever thought or thoughts you're having, but just noticing that thinking's happening. The goal is to know what you are thinking when you're thinking it so that you can decide how you want to respond if you want to respond to that thought. And then the last way sort of ties into that to create more space between you and your thoughts is to ask yourself to have this practice. What is my mind telling me right now? You could just even ask yourself, notice that thought, right? As soon as you tell yourself to notice that thought, it's going to create immediate space, right? When you notice the thought, you step away from the thought. You're no longer in the thinking of it, right? You're in the observer role of it. This is sort of how I like to talk about creating space from your emotions too. It's the same thing, right? You observe your emotions and then you're not in the emotion as much. So again, I just wanted to share with you this sort of refresh idea about thinking, our thoughts, and how we can create more space from our thoughts, also from our emotions, so that we have more ability to choose. We have more choice points, whether we want to act on our thoughts and emotions, whether we want to believe them, whether we want to reinforce them, encourage them, nurture them, or whether we want to let them go. And that's what all of this is about 
is having more authority, having more freedom to act, to show up, to live our lives intentionally and not just from a place of reactivity. Love talking about this with you. I hope you found this useful. Again, feel free to send me an email with any questions or comments, anything you want me to talk about in the future. I answer all my emails, sarah, S-A-R-A, at sarahdill.com. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. If you are a busy practicing physician ready to start feeling less stressed, enjoy work more, and learn how to create a more balanced and sustainable medical practice and life, sign up for a consult call with me at sarahdill.com. That's S-A-R-A-D-I-L-L.com. It would be my privilege and pleasure to work with you.